In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. I'm here with my co-host, Jack. Jack, how are you, buddy? I'm good. Wicked guest. Such a fun week, uh, free agency week. Well, it's officially they're only tampering at the minute, but uh, considering the deal got done within a matter of seconds, it sounds like some uh, illegal tampering has been going on since the combine. Anyway, <laughs> let's not comment on that. We have got a superstar guest on today, Nathan Zaguru. Nathan, in Bria, how are you? I'm great. You know, obviously the legal tampering period has started, whatever that means. I don't know you can tamper legally, but nonetheless, uh, it's underway. I would say all business we've seen, you know, John Dorsey and Elliot Wolf, Alonzo moving around, uh, certainly focused. And they, you know, they got the deal done already for Olivier Vernon and, and now looking to add some pieces in free agency. Although, you know, my expectation is that I think a lot of people because of those Odell Beckham rumors are wanting something massive to happen. I don't know that something massive is going to happen. I think Vernon, Getting that pass rusher was a big piece. And then I think you're going to see him add some nice pieces uh, along the defensive line and the interior of that D-line and probably at the linebacker position. And, and probably another corner, you can never have enough of those. Although rumors have them linked to Tyrell Williams, the wide receiver. I don't know if that's going to end up getting too rich for the Browns' blood going forward. And tell us, what is the buzz like an hour ago? Is there, or is there people running around or is it quite calm? It's actually quite calm today. I would say like last week, especially kind of around the trade for Olivier Vernon, it was a little bit more hectic, but I think everybody's in here working. They've been working for this period for a long, long time. And John Dorsey's got a great group there and certainly on the pro personnel side, a great group of guys, some of whom have been along here a long time and then some that have obviously come with John. But now they're focused, they're locked in, and I think we'll see things happen here over the next uh, couple of days for sure. Excellent. You've heard it here first from Bria, from Nathan. And uh, tell us, we all listen to the show every day. I personally watch it on uh, Twitter. I messed up nice. today, though, because it's a four-hour difference, not five-hour difference between London and uh, Cleveland. But you've now got uh, Nick Schnook from uh, NFL Draft. Uh, yeah. NFL, uh, around the NFL. How, how does he slot into everything uh, over there at the moment? So Nick came in, I don't know if I remember, Patrick Max, who was with us, that was a writer alongside uh, Sir Andrew Gribble, of course. And now Nick is going to kind of fill that role when Patrick departed. And he's going to be uh, doing some writing alongside Gribbs, but also doing some you know, appearances here on CBD and uh, kind of just getting into the mix on our content side. Great addition to the team and certainly good to have him aboard. Excellent. So when you sat there recording a the show, do they, does anyone ever give you a heads up of something's about to happen or they tell you what's going to happen or, or do they just literally drop you in it in the middle of the show, something happens and it's right, right, throw the schedule out, change it all, let's get that someone else on, let's change it all. What warning uh, do you get? It, it depends on the circumstance. I can tell you for those people who are watching the live show the day that uh, Hugh Jackson was fired and then Todd Haley was also let go, uh, we had no idea about the Todd Haley portion of that and our reactions online said that at the time. So certain things we don't get advanced warning of. Other times we get a little bit of a heads up uh, so that we can either prepare what we're going to say or, or think about it. But for the most part, you know, in this regime under John Dorsey, it's only people who need to know know. 
and the number of people who need to know is very, very small. So yeah, a lot of times we don't necessarily get any heads up and you know, we do the best. So we had a great PR department that we work with and, and make sure that we, we are on top of everything. Have you uh, been tempted to do a little bit of a sneaking around and sort of find your way into Dorsey's uh, office when the draft meetings are up and sit, sit in a corner quietly and see if he don't spot you and sort of hear what's going on? Absolutely not. And I'll tell you why. Of course, from a knowledge standpoint, of course, I would like to know and get on, you know, be in the know what's going to happen. But when it comes to John Dorsey, I feel like knowing things makes you a liability. Nothing gets out of this building. And so I don't want to know anything because if I know something and it gets out, then I'm a potential suspect, even if it wasn't me. So I'd rather know absolutely nothing until they tell us I need to know it because then I'm safe. I don't want to get on the wrong side of the doors. Uh, I'm exactly the same, Nathan, with our Christmas party. Anyone in our company knows that I know nothing so that I can't leak the information. So yep. Christmas party, I don't, I don't know the location. I don't want to know the location until the day. And then no one can say, oh, Paul told me the location. Um, <laughs> Nathan, I've got to ask, any, any big plans for 2019? Anything crazy or different you're going to be doing? Uh, I, I don't know yet. We're kind of working through all that. And obviously, you know, I want to be able to continue to advance my career here with the Browns. And, and I think I'll, some opportunities could present themselves. And, you know, other than that, just happy to be a part of this organization. Now this will be going into my seventh season with the team. And, and you know, one that I have the highest expectations I've ever had for. And uh, I'm so excited just to kind of see what this team can do. I've got to ask this one question, Nathan. It's always on my mind. Is you talk about sometimes the canteen, the food in Bria. But what is the food actually like in, your, uh, in the actual official canteen? You know, it's very good. And shout out to Simon Galan, who puts who's in charge of that Phil Dangerfield and then all the team, obviously the chefs that get everything together and our cafeteria staff or the cafe staff. It's awesome. I will say it, when the players are here, it's really awesome. It's like a gourmet restaurant when the players are in town. I in the off season though, it's great. And it's one of the nicest perks of working here. We get, we have a cafe, we get lunch, we get breakfast, we get dinner when it's appropriate and all courtesy of, of the organization. So you can't be uh, grateful enough for what you get uh, in terms of the meals here. It's awesome. I must admit, I was in Bria in the uh, building when I met you in October. Yeah. And the one thing that um, people who don't watch the show is it, the room's a triangle, not a square. That's right. Yes, the studio. Yeah. Yeah, the studio is very much a triangle. Kind of comes right to a point right at the top of the stairs, right over here, right over there. That'll be the but point yeah, of the room, and yeah. I was amazed when I saw it. Like, in my, all, my, all the years I've been watching, I was like, it's a room, but no, it's a triangular room. And It is. But Nathan, I know your time's uh, precious. What positions uh, do you want to go after in the free agent? Well, I think it's more kind of just looking free agency draft together. Uh, I think that, you know, we need to address the defensive side of the ball. I think you want to get another interior defensive lineman or maybe two, one who can really rush the pass or one that can help with the run. And I think both free agency and the draft will give you the opportunity to do that linebacker I think is a major need and I wouldn't be surprised to see this team add one or two guys there uh, another corner just because you can never have enough good corners and then on the offensive side of the ball with the release of Darren Fells maybe another tight end uh, somebody who can stretch the field and but Fells is more of a blocker so perhaps they're looking at more of a blocking tight end in that role and then also I would say one more receiver I think that I don't know where it's going to come from trade free agency uh, a veteran who is cut as a team tries to rebuild and shed salary or even in the draft. But I think you need somebody who can really help you stretch the field and complement what Antonio Callaway and of course Jarvis Landry can do. Yeah, there's a lot of interest and intrigue for fans around the Steve Wilkes appointment because there's yes. such a small sample size of what he's done. He's only had one year as defensive coordinator and then he had three incredible linebackers. So three linebackers were played. 
Then he went to Carolina and it was very different. There's lots of sub packages and crazy stuff. I'm a fan of seeing less linebackers and more. I'd have three safeties out there every snap. And if there's three wide receivers, I'm having three cornerbacks and a slot, um, a slot cornerback out there against whoever's sure. so it's going to be really interesting is there sort of any steer going on of what what we might see because there's so many different ways with the nfl dime packages are now a thing which uh soon you might see a world where there's no linebackers even on the field yeah i think you're gonna see certainly two but i think you look at one of the guys that played linebacker for wilkes in carolina that was shaq thompson and he's kind of comp- compared to Brill peppers to Shaq Thompson thinks he can do a lot of the same things. So I think you could see a situation where three safeties are on the field and one of those safeties is actually playing more of a linebacker role. Uh, I think that's kind of the trend of the league. And you saw what the Chargers were able to do to the Ravens to stop Lamar Jackson. And as a Browns fan, you know, you're going to have to deal with Lamar Jackson and that offense and how it evolves because it's going to have to evolve. But, you know, twice a year. And if you want to win this division, the Ravens are a team you're going to have to be able to beat. So I do think you'll see some sub. Uh, I think that linebackers are still important and you're going to see a little bit of a switch back. Some teams are going to try to, you know, spread you out and then run the football. So you need guys. The truth is what's going to become incredibly valuable in the NFL is a true three down linebacker. And that's why I think Devin White and even Devin Bush in this draft might go earlier than people think, because that's a player that's going to end up making a lot of money. That's why you see CJ Mosley's name commanding. It looks like he's going to command a ton of money because he can play all three downs for you. He can play the pass. He can play the run. That's going to be an evolution of a position that where I think you're going to see the salaries of those real three down linebackers start to go up and up and up. Um, my final question, how do you see us kicking off the season? I'm thinking maybe Thursday night football straight out of the gates, Pats, Browns, and let's just have an absolute cracker to kick it off. What do you reckon? <laughs> You know, I would love that. I think the league's going to open with Chicago and the Packers on Thursday night because, you know, the anniversary and that's one of the the oldest rivalries in the game. But I do think we're going to open in prime time. I'm calling Monday night football Browns, Jets, Baker, Darnold, Freddie, Greg Williams. A lot of storylines there. And I do think Browns Patriots, though, will be a Sunday night game for this team uh, sometime in the first probably first quarter, maybe even first six weeks of the season. And I love that, though. I think it's great. We're going to have prime time. They were an exciting team. I can tell you that just being at the combine this year, the way that people reacted to, to this logo right here on my chest, completely different than it's been in years past. And there's a lot of buzz about this team. And a lot of people really have big expectations for this team. And I would say nobody has bigger expectations than John Dorsey and Freddie Kitchens right here in this building. Yeah, the, the one downside, and it is a, it's a slight downside for primetime games, is they kick off at like half one in the morning for us. Uh, yeah, it's got to be rough. <laughs> it's got to be rough. Well, look, Nathan, thank you very much for your time. Any sure. plans of you coming to Europe again soon? Well, we'll see. You know, I just recently got uh, got married, and we're trying to see if we can make it happen that we get out to, to Italy, Croatia. I'm Italian and Croatian. Maybe see if we can uh, see Italy and Croatia sometime this summer. And congratulations on your wedding. Thank you. Yeah, good. I'm a lucky man. Please don't get married again because we missed no you more. on uh, Cleveland Browns Daily. It, it, no it, all, went, it all went to... Uh, it went Pitong for a couple of days. So. <laughs> well, I will. Uh, this is it for me. I'm done with the marriage game, so don't worry. Excellent. But I will have some vacations, Paul. You got to let me. I got to get some vacations out there every now. Maybe, yeah. And like, how many how many days vacation do you get? You seem to be working all the time. Uh, well, it's just we. They take very good care of us. You know, here we get we get a, a good, uh, an ample amount of vacation. It's just you take. You only get a, ch- a certain chance to take it. You know what I mean? It's all yeah. got to be in a very compressed period of time because. Once, you know, certainly training camp starts, it's over for the year. That's it. There is no vacation time. And, 
you know, hopefully that's going to be true going all the way through January coming up because we're playing, you know, meaningful football in January and into February. So, you know, I, I'm fine with that. I'll get them, I'll get them when I can and uh, got spring break coming up at the end of the month. So I'm looking forward to that. Excellent. Thank you very much, Nathan. Please say hi to Gibbs, Gribble and Mr. Bishop. And, sure. Uh, mate, you are simply the uh, Browns fans' favourite. So thanks a lot, Nathan. Uh, well, thank you very much. An honour to be on with you guys. And uh, we'll do it again soon. Excellent. Thanks a lot, Nathan. And see you in Bria, hopefully, in the training camp. Yeah, you got it, brother. Thank you. Take Bye care, man. Nathan.